Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Nelson Yancey White for the Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. But this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know about you, but I got a thank you Jesus on my tongue this morning. Come on, in my heart and on my mind. I just want to tell God thank you for another day. Ooh, he's been so good. I'm going to start my morning shout outs. I'm going to do it with start with my husband, my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church, and good morning to our church family. Also, good morning to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife, Linda. I'm excited. Can't you tell? God has been so good. God has been so faithful. And I just want to share the word with you again today, still talking about the friend of my enemy. I started started with that a couple of weeks ago. I'm still there because it's still ministering to me. Amen. And I pray that it has been helpful unto you. I'm still in Romans. Romans the 8th chapter, and I'm going to go back to Romans the 7th chapter as well. Paul was doing such a good teaching, um, and, and it's been really ministering to me as a reminder of what I'm dealing with. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I, as I said, a few weeks ago, I started with the subject, the friend of my enemy. Of course, I'm referring to, if you've been sort of listening and tuning in and spending time with me and the word of God, I've been talking about this friend flesh of mine, the friend of my enemy. But let's go to Romans 8 first in verse 7. And the word of God said, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot, amen, cannot, cannot please God. And that's Romans 8 verse 7. And eight. Um, and, I, and what poor, what came jumped out at me is neither indeed can be. Neither indeed can be. Uh, that that really jumped out at me. Um, and I'm gonna dwell that just for a little bit before I go back to Romans seven. Um, neither can be. Uh, it started to dwell with me and sort of minister to me that I can't even trust my own self. Uh, I gotta stay prayed up. I gotta stay in tune with God. Because this old flesh, this old nature, um, the enemy said the carnal mind, when it's all about me and the things that the flesh wants, when I make it about me, is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Amen. And when I thought about my own self, then I said I had to have a little bit more mercy on my brothers and sisters because of their carnal mind. And, um, they cannot be and neither indeed can be subject to the law of God. What does that mean? It cannot obey him. Um, it's enmity against God. It's going to always go the opposite direction of what God wants it to go. Come on, I'm just breaking it down to you. And same thing about myself that without walking Talking and talking with God, I am subject to do the things that the enemy and that my flesh wants to do. I am subject to sin like everybody else without walking and talking with God. Oh, it becomes easier and easier the less I walk in the spirit and the more I walk in the flesh and mind the things of the flesh. I pray that that helps somebody. Um, I had to understand that about myself. Without Christ, I'm apt to do anything and say anything to anyone. 
anybody. Come on, you'll say anything. Talk down to your spouse, your children, your pastor, your parents. You're apt to do anything. You're apt to be disobedient and disrespectful to those that don't deserve to be disrespectful to. Amen. I pray that again, this is this is highlighting something for somebody. And then I thought about my fellow man and my, my my sisters and my brothers that's in this journey with me, even the sinful man, if it's hard for me sometimes to do what's right. And then what more can I think of the man that don't even acknowledge Christ? Um, but, but I need to have a little bit more mercy that as I stumble and fall, I need to have a little bit more mercy on the other people that stumble and fall because they cannot be subject to the Lord God, neither indeed can be. Come on, if you're walking in the flesh, if my if my loved ones are walking in the flesh, I can't expect them to be holy. I can't expect them to do right by me all the time. I can't expect them to respect me the way that I desire to be respected. I can't even expect them to do what is right. Amen. And and I had to get myself together because sometimes we put people, we set high expectations on people that they cannot even meet. Amen. And God's been dealing with me on that. He said, the issue is, is you set the expectations too high. You're expecting them. You have that measuring stick. I um, mean, you're comparing them to something you desire to be. But is that a, what God is saying? Or is that your flesh setting expectations, unrealistic expectations? expectations on your loved one because neither indeed can be. I'm not asking too much of them. Um, they're walking by the flesh. Um, they're carnal minded and I'm expecting them to do godly things and behave in godly ways. That's what I want to bring home. That's what the scriptures remind me of. They're not subject to the law of God and neither indeed can be. Because they're not spiritually minded, they're carnal minded. And we need to help ourselves, help ourselves with other people. Amen. That spoke volumes to me. And now I want to go to Romans the seventh chapter, verses 23 and 25. I just appreciate all Paul was writing to the to the to the church. Amen. Um, Matt Romans 7, 23 and 25. And, and I'm reading the New King James Version. And it says, But I see another law in my memory. Members, warring against the law of God, the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who would deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind of myself, serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Again, that's Romans 7, all the Romans. Um, but Paul is really going into depth. He's dealing with himself and he's helping us along the way. Um, uh, but I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind of myself, serve the law of man, excuse me, the law of God. But he was saying, talking about his members. He said, for I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Amen. Oh, wretched man that I am. Paul was helping us out here. And what he was saying to that, Paul was coming into an understanding of who he was dealing with in terms of dealing with himself. My members. 
And that the, without the nature, without Christ, we're apt to do anything. And so Paul was helping us here in them, and I want to help us too. He was understanding his flesh. That's what this is what it was teaching me. He said, You got to understand your flesh, that it can bring you into captivity to the law of sin. And your members, come on, all a part of you, your mind, your heart, come on, your hands, your legs, all your members, it can bring you into captivity of sin. What you drink, what you eat, come on, what you're looking at, what appears to be pleasing into the eyes, your members can bring you back into the captivity of sin through your members, which is in your members. We got to understand what we're working with. My nature with Christ. I got to understand it because it's a real fight for my salvation, a real fight. And I kept thinking about those members and I kept thinking about all that, that Paul was writing in here and the things he said. Can I go a little, can I deal a little bit more with that over in Romans? the seventh chapter, but let me come back to that. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I'm about to lose my pages here, but, but it's, our, it's a very fight. We got to understand that very nature. And I kept thinking about it. I said, it's almost like my flesh has a death wish. That's what came to my mind because it, it wants to be so contrary to God, that very nature. I got to understand my own self. I got to understand my weaknesses. I got to understand my likes and my dislikes. I got to understand the things that I will succumb, succumb to, the, that I, I'm able, that I'm possible for me to do. Sometimes I surprise myself. I can't believe I did what I did. You know how we reflect back on, on our day, sometime on a moment. I can't believe I said what I said, but you got to know yourself. And I love the spirit of the Lord because that's what it does. When it fills you, when he endows you with the spirit of God, it teaches you about you. You start to discern before you start to discern others. You start to discern things about yourself. I had to learn myself. I had to learn that what I was subject to do and given such circumstances, I had to learn that I was living in fear. I had to start to come to, it's like I started looking in the mirror and God was showing me me. He was showing me without him. That because you don't walk and talk with me, this is who you are. These are the, this is the life that you're living. You're living a life of depression. You're living a life of fear. You're living a life of things totally contrary to what I can give you or what I died for you to have. I pray that I'm helping somebody with this. You got to know yourself. And that's what the spirit, walking in the spirit to be spiritually minded. You come to understand your own nature without Christ. Come on. You know you was a drug dealer. You know you was a whoremonger. You know the things. You know you was a liar. You know all the things you were before Christ came in and saved you and delivered you. You got to understand that that nature is still there. Paul said, the things that I go to do, evil's always present. The things I would not do, I find myself doing it. That's what Paul was teaching in the seventh chapter. And that's because without Christ, this is who we are. We are sinners. We're lost without grace, but we're saved by grace. And Christ died for this. He died that we would come into the understanding that we will first give our life unto him and allow him to save us 
from the wretched person we are without him. And I love the spirit of the Lord because it constantly teaches me about me. I know it's leading and guiding me, but this crucial thing to know who I am, that's what it desires to teach us. He knows what he's delivered you from, but he knows how easily we can slide right back into that wretched man, that wretched person. And thank God for grace because it's been keeping us through this process, through this learning process, as we learn to walk and talk in spirit. Why we're learning to walk in the spirit is teaching us, it's keeping us, and it's educating us. Come on, it has a good grip on you, and I thank God for the good grip that the spirit has, because if it didn't have the, the good grip, I would easily slip back into who I used to be. I know I'm not the only one that knows that without a doubt. Amen. We can slip back in. And can I just read a little bit what Paul said in Romans 7 and 18? For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For for to will is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. This is Paul. He realized these things about himself. He realized what the flesh is. He realized what he's working with. He realized what he's apt to do. What he easy to succumb to. Amen. We got to know this about ourselves. This is crucial that I know what I'm working with and that I'm so quick to blame my spouse, my children, my job, my supervisor, my coworkers. We're so quick to blame other people for what we are lacking. Amen. That we're lacking, that we're blaming others because we're carnal minded. We're blaming others because we're not walking in the spirit because you're walking in the flesh. And because you do mind the things of the flesh, you are doing things that's working against you. Come on. The flesh has a death wish. Come on. To be carnal minded is death. And I got to understand that my flesh has a death wish. And I thought about it in a little deeper level. I said, that's why the suicide rate is at an all-time high. Because our flesh without Christ has a death wish. And we're just dying out before we're able to turn into Christ to walk in the spirit. Come on, to walk in victory, what he died for us to have. To come to know him and the part of our sins. Thank you for tuning in and spending time with me. And remember to day and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. God loves you.